Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Just One More Level podcast. I'm your co-host, John. And I'm Christian. And today, well, this week, we have played a little game called Under Hero. Yeah. A game that I I had not heard of before uh, we did it on this episode. I, I This wasn't on my radar at all, but I'm really glad that we played it. Same. Yeah, honestly, I found it. I, I For anybody out there who doesn't know, I have a lot of Steam games that I've collected just over the years, most of them on sales, Humble Bundles, things like that. I'm assuming that's where this game came from, some sort of Steam sale or, or package or Humble Bundle, most likely Humble Bundle. So I was just going through my list, looking at different games and things that looked interesting, and I saw, I saw Under Hero in there, and I was like, well, this looks really fun. Why don't we go ahead and give that one a try? And like John, I'm glad we did. It is a... Uh, nice little game why don't we why don't we talk about it a little bit though it is yeah so under hero is i'm assuming independently developed it has that kind of feel to it it is a metroidvania action rpg um which is unique because usually something that's in kind of a metroidvania style is a lot more platform heavy and a lot more real-time combat heavy you know you have to uh fight enemies as you encounter them but under hero is a little unique in the sense that you enter into uh, sort of an RPG turn-based type combat system, um, which gives the game a more relaxed feel and uh, lets you kind of focus on the narrative and the exploring rather than being good at nailing jumps and nailing platforming. So I think that that kind of opens it up to a lot more people being able to just kind of pick up and play this. Yeah, I was actually kind of surprised because I played a tiny bit just to make sure it was something that I thought would fit into the format and whatnot, something that would be good for us to play. And like you said, whenever Mm -hmm. I first started playing, it felt very Castlevania or Castlevania, Metroidvania like. And (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I thought that's how it was going to play, kind of an action RPG side scroller type deal. I was very Uh surprised once I actually got into combat whenever I played more for the episode there and and it went Mm -hmm. into that whole turn-based aspect. It was interesting. Yeah. Uh, The game's art style is amazing it's it's pixel art almost all of it i think is pixel art but it's uh, a modern take on pixel art um everything is very detailed it's very fleshed out it's very smooth Mm -hmm. um they weren't going for any specific type of style they weren't trying to make it look like a sega genesis game or a super nintendo game or something like that i think they just used pixel art and maybe some other types of artwork as well to augment the environment and the feeling of it yes they wanted it to feel like that kind of cutesy type game but it's um it's not a detriment at all it's very cute the colors are is something that i really want to talk about the color scheme in this game is beautiful it reminds me of and i know this is kind of an inside joke but your brother austin has this page on uh one of our shared discords that's just called hashtag aesthetic yeah and a lot of it is um a lot of it is pixel art um just pixel artwork just pixel artwork and it has this bluish purplish style to to everything yeah the hue to everything yeah and it's um it's it's kind of like uh what what you would see on uh i I see it all the time on twitter and youtube where it just says hashtag vibin yeah and every uh, all of the pictures and artwork have that kind of hue to it and uh, usually has some kind of real nice bossa nova music, which is something that this game has. So I, I would imagine that that was an inspiration, that that style of artwork and Certainly. Uh, feel was a kind of inspiration for the game. And I really, really enjoy that. But um, getting into music, since we're on the subject, 
Uh, do you have anything to say about the about the music specifically? Something that stood out to you, or just that it's fantastic? I mean, from the mm-hmm. get go, the whenever the first load up the game, whenever you first load up the game, and you get into the title sequence, the menu, main menu, whatever you want to call it, it's very mm-hmm. kind of somber, relaxing, almost sad yeah. music at the beginning. So I was expecting yeah. the game to take more of a dark turn uh, right away mm-hmm. in the beginning, but it kind of, I mean, so it kind of does. The main character, quote unquote, dies right at the beginning. Sorry, spoiler, but it happens very quick in the beginning. Yeah. And instead, you end up yeah. playing one of the under heroes, one of the the villains, essentially. And that mm-hmm. becomes the main character. And I, it's not, but it's all very humorous in its execution. But the music yeah. in the beginning kind of set a different tone for me. Yeah. But that mm-hmm. being said, again, excellent. It sounds amazing. It's a very catchy tune, as well as the music in the castle, the music once you get outside of the the main hub area of the castle and into the other areas of the game. It's all excellent. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a single track I heard that 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 I didn't enjoy. And I also like that there are boom boxes littered around the world where you can change what track is playing. So you can actually right. listen to different music while you're in different areas and things like that. Or if you just want to listen to the right, music, yeah. you can just load up your favorite one and let it go, which it's nice. It's a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it reminds me, it's um, it's a, uh, oh, what do I want to say? We can cut this in post. <laughs> <laughs> Probably won't. Um, it, it It's uh, it's so environmental. It's hashtag vibing, Christian. Yeah, you yeah gotta, it really is. It really <laughs> is. It's hashtag That's what that vibin'. music is. It's hashtag vibing. Even from the very beginning, that somber track that you talked about at the very beginning, it's it's vibe. That's a, that's all it is. It's a vibe, and you gotta you gotta drive with the vibe, Christian. Gotta, gotta drive gotta, with the vibe. Hell yeah, I you gotta like drive it. with the vibe. Um, so the story, the story is very sweet. It's very cute. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's unique, but not not crazy unique. This general concept has been done before in other types of media. You can think of like say Monsters Inc. You know, what hmm. what does it look like on the other side of the world? And Monsters Inc. paints all of these, you know, monsters in a real world setting. They have a job to do. They have homes that they live in. They have restaurants that they go to and everything is a monster type world. That sort of thing has been done a lot before. But I don't really remember seeing it in a video game, really. At least yeah, that's not, an not interesting in perspective. I, I didn't even think of it that way. But you're very right. Yeah. That is kind of the sense that you get from the game the kind of feel that you get from the game is a monster in mm-hmm. kind of vibe almost where you're you're on the other side you're right uh, yeah a villain quote unquote right but uh a, a villain that doesn't really want to be a villain he's an underling that's yes. you know an underhero yeah. he's uh he's one of the the small imp type enemies that you would encounter in a yeah, traditional just cannon fodder you would just the Can't things fire, they throw yeah. at you just because they needed something to fill that area or whatever right. exactly yeah the, 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 this this guy would be an easy kill for for anybody that's playing this kind of game right if it's your just your, a normal villain. your first rat in every rpg game ever kind of deal right yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah and I, I i think that it's it's great to put the the hero's quest in this person's hands right and i i'm i'm curious as to if they ever take off the mask and reveal that he just looks like a person or if he looks like a monster i think that would be interesting <laughs> i don't know honestly i, yeah. I want to know I want to know because he's got hair like a human. Right. He moves around like a human. <laughs> <laughs> but but I I don't I don't really know. But I I I really enjoyed playing it. And like you, I was really um, pleasantly surprised at the fact that it has turn based combat. 
which I thought was really good because it opens up the door for humor and narrative. And like I said, the turn-based combat, it's not difficult. It's not really intense. And there's not a lot of things to memorize. Uh, calling back to when we played Final Fantasy, the original mm. Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. There is a lot going on on the screen for anybody that hasn't played an RPG before or doesn't know what to expect. There's four different characters. Each of those characters have different things you can do with them. There's certain things that you should do if you want to fight efficiently at different stages. You know, like you don't want to give, you were, you were telling me, it was what I was frustrated about. You don't want to give your mage a certain kind of weapon because they're not going to be able to use it. Right. You don't want to give another character this ability or level them up this way because that's not efficient. It's nothing like that. It reminded me actually a lot of Paper Mario. Um, just real simple attacks and evasions. And I, 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 I really enjoy that. I would recommend this game to anybody. I don't, I don't want to jump to the end and throw out recommendations. Or right. But no, I, I see like what that, you're saying. But... It's not, it doesn't just appeal to the hardcore RPG fans. It's a very light mm-hmm. RPG game. It has those elements built in, including yeah. somewhat turn-based combat and whatnot. But it's not, it doesn't have, at least early in the game, because obviously this is just a show where we look at the first hour or so. It's not very deep in the sense to where you need experience to really get the most out of it, to really be efficient with it. It's kind of you can hop right in and just the first couple tutorials it gives you is enough to kind of figure out what's going on. One of the other things that it does Mm -hmm. that I really like to sense you are a underling yourself. You come from the the villain side of things or whatever you want to however you want to look at it the different enemies that you're fighting obviously are also also come from that same kind of tribe that same sort of group of people so you have the opportunity to talk to them before you murder them essentially right so they very quickly figure out that you're working against them but you have the time to get in one question from each enemy before you start the fight so it's a way to get little extra info sometimes just useless little tidbits about whatever area you're in sometimes it's actual useful Mm. pieces of information and things like that but i just thought that was another cute little touch that they've thrown in to the game i love the environment that you're in at the beginning there's like Mm. a a world hub and it's like the main bad guy's castle yes who thinks that you're working for him of course yeah yeah but the world the world hub is like there's like apartments down there yeah it is and there's like a little a little um I don't know, like a break room. There's like a coffee shop. Yep. There's a <laughs> there's, theater. There's, like a, there's, there's a... a theater. There's cafeteria tables. And then you can go and talk to this lady that serves you coffee, which replenishes your health. It has an actual function. Yeah, and it's it a save function. There's the a time game. clock right next to it. Like the old school right, you punch yeah. a card sort of time clock right next to it. And that's how you save your game. Right. Um, and then in mm-hmm. the apartments, I... I'm a madman, so I checked every single apartment door instead of just the one for me, and then just the and then just the one for uh, the secret treasure that's hinted at you from one of the NPCs in the area. I checked every single one, and there's actually a developer room or floor, basically, where all of the developers are kind of behind the door, and they have a little tidbit that they can say. And then there's a couple fan rooms where they show off like fan art and fan music and things like that. So I thought that was really right. interesting, too, that they highlighted some of the fan creations as well. That's really I thought nice, that was yeah. nice. Yeah. And it, it just I mean, a lot of the fan art's also really good. So highly suggest uh-huh. everybody checks it out if it somehow doesn't make it in the cut in the video. Right. Um, I I had some trouble right at the beginning because the um, the game kept toggling back and forth between keyboard and controller. 
for some reason. Like I, I wonder if your mouse was like jiggling a little bit or, or something. something like that. Yeah, yeah. It could have been. Um, but it was it was giving me the prompt and it was telling me how to check my inventory and it just kept telling me the back button. Yeah. <laughs> and whenever something says the back button, I never thought to check what would be like the select button. Yeah. on a PlayStation or Nintendo controller because I was using an Xbox controller, of and course. They call but it the back button. Yep. The back button. And I kept hitting, like, the B button. Like, what, right, right. what would be the back <laughs> button? What would take you back out of something? I kept oh, hitting geez. that over and over. And I legit thought something was broken with the game. <laughs> like, I thought my controller was broken or my keyboard was broken. So I unplugged my controller, went back into the game using oh, keyboard no. control. Yeah. <laughs> And it told me, and I looked at the keyboard control, and I was like, that's not the same button. (laughs) (laughs) So I plugged the controller back in, and I was like, oh, it's like select this one over here. Yep. Okay. Why didn't I even try that? I don't know why I didn't even try that button. (laughs) I can understand your confusion. I don't really think that's the fault of the game. I I would say it's more commonly known as the select button for sure. But yeah. technically, on an Xbox controller, they did use the correct term there with the back oh, yeah. button. So, you know, it's no, what yeah. it is, I'm, I guess. I'm just not used to playing Xbox, so it yeah, never occurred to fair. me. Whenever, whenever I play games, I'm always playing either with... I mean, I'm playing more often with computer now, especially with the podcast. But right. I'm used to playing with some kind of Nintendo controller or PlayStation controller. Right. And usually, if I'm playing with an Xbox controller, whatever controls I'm trying to use are interchangeable right with yeah. their their cross system counterparts so i just know to hit the select button yeah what i would call the select button you know but i no, that that was just me that's not to the fault of the game it it told me what to do and i just wasn't paying attention <laughs> but it's an um, understandable mistake though i'm sure plenty of people have made it before yeah, yeah. um so i i think we've touched on almost everything gameplay i i guess is the only thing we haven't fully talked about other than the action um rpg the turn-based rpg element there uh with the combat everything else in the game is just very basic platforming um yeah it's very much so like you're you're there's areas you can't quite get to but you'll unlock keys or abilities that will allow you to get there at some other point Uh um it's a lot of platforming the controls and everything feel pretty good i think the jumps are a little bit floaty in my opinion i I feel like you should... So you have a cape in the game that you can use to kind of float farther. And I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. That should obviously be floaty. That's kind of what the cape's for. But even your normal Mm -hmm. jump, it doesn't... It's one of the game design things with like in Mario and a lot of other platformers. There's a lot more Mm -hmm. gravity than in real life. You can jump real high in those games, of course. Mm -hmm. But then you fall very quickly. It's a very snappy right. falling motion. This game doesn't quite have the gravity set high enough, in my opinion. It took yeah. a little while to get used to, and it still never quite felt right to me. But right. it's okay. Like it, it wasn't so bad that it hurt my enjoyment of the game. It was just a weird choice, in my opinion, for a platformer yeah, just game. So, just a little slippery, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Just a, just, just a little bit. But, you know, it's... Yeah. It's a very yeah. minor gripe. Exactly. Yeah, it really yeah. is. I mean, it, the game was still a lot of yeah. fun. I had no problems doing the platforming that the game required of me, especially with the cape. Having that ability to to float a little bit really helps right. out with the longer jumps and yeah. areas that otherwise may have been very, very hard to reach required platforming that was just a little too precise. 
the cape really helps right, with yeah. those those instances. And because of that, I think this is the sort of game that could be enjoyed by pretty much anybody as well, people of all ages. Right. The combat's yeah. relatively easy, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. The the platforming's not too hard. There is some depth mm-hmm. to it though. I don't know like mm-hmm. obviously again, later on I don't know how much more deep things will get, but I don't know if you noticed John, but I think one of the tutorials it mentions it. If you time your attacks to the beat of the music, you'll actually yeah. do more damage. You'll get critical hits yeah. and things like that. So there is a deeper right. element to the game. I don't know mm-hmm. if enemies ever get strong enough or hard enough to beat that you'll need to do that sort of thing to avoid dying. But it's just right. a nice little thing that they added, kind of like in Paper Mario games where you can dodge at specific, or sorry, not dodge at specific times, press a button at a specific time during your attack to turn it into a yeah. critical hit. This is the same sort of thing, except you just attack at a specific time at a at, to, at a rhythm basically and i thought that was interesting right. it was a nice little touch just to add more to the to the combat mm-hmm. the relatively simple combat yeah yeah um but yeah that's uh that's under hero uh we 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 didn't go too far into the game there you know here on the podcast we just play the first hour so we just kind of get a feel for the game and um so we can really only talk about face value but i'm eager to play more honestly i'd like to see a little Mm -hmm. bit more of the game so i i would say that i would definitely play just one more level i really enjoyed what i played so far and it's very relaxing just like stardew valley not it's not like stardew valley but it's relaxing like stardew valley (laughs) (laughs) um i was actually getting a the tiniest bit of a ukulele vibe and i don't really know why it doesn't have anything in common with ukulele at all but I was, getting, I was like, getting maybe in like the cutesy art style, semi retro yeah. kind of feel to it, maybe. But other than that, yeah, <laughs> it's completely different. Yeah, it's it, it's not like ukulele. It's not a collectathon. It's not reminiscent of a PS1. Yeah, it's game. not even it's not like a 3D like platform or anything like that. Yeah, it's just... no, no. <laughs> it, it it was just um, I think maybe like the rapport between the main character and your oh, sword hilt. Oh, sure. Yeah, you know, I can see that. that. That That's a character. And the colors. So she, it's a very bright, colorful game as well, like right. Ukulele is. Your, um, your sword hilt pops up and says little snarky things to you to try to get you to progress through the game and right. different things like that. That's about it. Um, But it, it just gave me that vibe. But I enjoyed this, unlike y- Ukulele. <laughs> Which I still don't understand. For, I don't at all. For some reason, yeah. But yeah, no, I, uh, see... I have... I have, I separate my Steam list into sections of games I've beaten, games I don't want to beat or play, games that I play just whenever I have a little bit of time to play, but you never really beat them or finish them, you know, this like arcadey type games or like Stardew Valley and things like that, that you just play forever. Um, And then I also have a list of games that I want to do for the podcast and a list of games that I really want to play at some point whenever I find the time. Like not that I'm currently playing, but that I want to play. Uh, As soon as I finish Uh this for the podcast, I threw it right on that list. My list of games that I want to finish at some point because it really is. uh, I enjoyed my time with it a lot. The production value seems high. I love indie creations. So yeah, certainly I would would definitely play one more level. And I'm looking forward to when I get some time playing some more of uh, Underhero here. That is the ultimate just one more level. Yeah. I'm putting it on a list of games that I really want to play. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. But I think that is all we have for today for Under Hero. It's a really great game. I would encourage everybody to run and check it out and uh, support the creator by buying it on Steam and give this game a shot. It's really Definitely. worth it. Yeah. Uh, Christian, where can we find you? 
Yeah, so uh, it, everybody may have noticed that we missed a week uh, last week. That was, there mm-hmm. were some things going on that were unavoidable. Um, we're mm-hmm. hoping to get back into the swing of things soon. I'm still trying to get back on Twitch and things, but it's just one thing after another right now. But hopefully soon I'll be back on Twitch, uh, finishing yeah. up my challenge runs of Fallout and Elder Scrolls series and things like that, and uploading more of them to YouTube. I did start uploading them to YouTube a little bit. I'm testing out more heavily edited videos on YouTube, my main channel, and then having a second VOD channel. I'm testing out that sort of thing. Not sure if I'm going to keep doing that or not. We'll see. And then, uh, of course, you can find me on the website and the the podcast. Right. John, how about you, though, man? What have you you been up to? I heard you had a uh, a little thing going on. Yeah, so a while back ago, I, I'm sure that everybody's noticed by now that we have an intro, a proper intro on our podcast now, a little animated. Yeah, if you um, watch the if you watch art. the videos at least, yeah. Yeah, if you watch the videos on YouTube, um, we have a little animated pixel art intro. Um, that's something that I put together. Um, like I, I drew it up and put it together, and then Christian helped me out a little bit with the editing and the timing uh, to kind of make it fit with the theme song a little bit better. Um, yeah, but the majority I, of the work I documented. Was, all, was all John, definitely. Yeah, he did a wonderful yeah, job, I, in um, my opinion. I, I documented that uh, whole experience for me, and uh, recently I was going to time-lapse that and put it together in a little video. I'm going to upload that to my channel uh, right after this one goes out. Uh, if all goes to plan, it should be out the day after this one premieres. Uh, so if you want if you guys want to look forward to that, uh, my channel is The Dorse Man. You can find and follow me on all the socials uh, at The Dorse Man, uh, Twitter, Instagram. And you can always find us, of course, on our Facebook page and our website, just one more level dot, well, just one more podcasts dot com. Um, and uh, just one more level podcast on Facebook. Uh, or excuse me, just one more podcast on Facebook, too, I believe. Um, you can find us on there. That's where we will give all of our updates about upcoming episodes, streams. Um, I'll post a link to my channel when I put that video out on yeah. that. Facebook we'll most likely group. also featured on the website and the YouTube channel as well. So. Right. Um, so that'll be out there. And don't forget to check out our website. We have a new poll going up. Uh, yep. What was the uh, what was the winner of the last poll, Christian? Well, that's the problem. There was a two way tie on the last poll. <laughs> it was a uh, Fallout right. 3 and Spyro tied. So we are coming up okay. very soon on when we wanted to film the video for that. So the new poll is a simple choose one or the other. Would you rather us do Fallout 3 or would you rather us do Spyro? Truth be told, we'll mm-hmm. most likely end up doing both, regardless of what the winner is. But right. for uh, April 28th, I believe, is when it's scheduled to go up, that specific episode. For that episode, which one would you rather see? Just go and vote on one of those two, and then a mm-hmm. week after this video goes up, that poll will be closing, and then we'll have a new list of games for everybody to be voting on. One last thing before go. we sign off. Mm-hmm. Because we missed a week, we will be, but we want to kind of keep our schedule. We have decided mm-hmm. to put up two videos this week. This one, obviously, Mm -hmm. will be up on Wednesday when y'all are watching it, hopefully. But also the Friday directly Mm -hmm. following that, we will be putting up our Five Nights at Freddy's 2 video. And then it'll be back to our normal every Wednesday kind of schedule. So, yeah. But that's all we have for this one today, guys. Thank you so much for watching and supporting us. I've had a couple of people walk up to me in public now and tell me that they, they actually tuned in and that they're enjoying it. So shout out to those people. Thank you. And just just thank you all around. Um, yeah. You never have to. You never have to watch our videos or listen to us, but you do, and we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, y'all. And bye-bye.